Hey, hello, and welcome to the Huddle by Colster. My name is Devin Halliday, and I'm excited to be your coach this week for the Huddle. Really exciting episode, really exciting guest. I cannot wait to share with you as we discuss this week how to unlock the power of social selling. Let me first start by talking a little bit about what the huddle is, and I'll start by telling you what it is. The huddle is not a 60-minute long webinar that is some sort of a disguised convoluted sales pitch where you have to listen to hopefully gain a few nuggets of wisdom that you might be able to use to take action this week to make an improvement in an area that you want to. So if you're here, it's because you understand and know that you want to be able to help unlock the power of your social selling. So what we'll do here at the huddle this week is take you through one goal, five clear actions that align with the Golster goals and Golster platform, which by the way is complimentary for you as a audience member of the huddle. There'll be some links here later or in the description that you can use to get your complimentary access to Golster on your mobile device. So you'll be able to take these goals and start to follow them now and have meaningful and measurable impact this week so you could start to build momentum in what you wanna accomplish. The huddle is for professionals, for solopreneurs, for entrepreneurs, for those who are looking to make achievement part of their DNA, and those looking for a way to simplify all of the noise and follow a clear and concise process. And so this week we have Lindsay Box. She's the Global Director of Sales Development, three times a Salesforce influencer. Welcome, Lindsay, so glad to have you with us. Thanks so much for having me, Devin. Absolutely. And so Lindsay's superpower, well, amongst many superpowers, Lindsay has this great superpower uh, around social selling and maximizing using the opportunity of social selling. And maybe Lindsay, if you don't mind, could you share just a quick story about how you uncovered your social selling superpower? Absolutely. Um, It was around 2015. I was realizing that I was sending a lot of messages on LinkedIn and in mails, and I was getting a really high response rate, like 70% response rate. And I wrote an article about it to share with the people that wanted to read it and it went viral. And so from that point on, um, I became kind of known for social selling and LinkedIn has brought me to their corporate office. LinkedIn has brought me to their conferences and the rest is history, really. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is, is you found something that was meaningful and important and you shared your experience with it and it created a connection to a community of people out there, a massive community of people out there who uh, feel that that this is an important piece and know that this is an important piece and are looking for ways to get better at that. So, wow, what a what a neat thing to kind of stumble into, and and ultimately kind of find where your niche is at there. That's yeah. fantastic. So, so this week as we talk about achieving this goal, and so let's talk about what our goal is this week. We want to turn our LinkedIn profile into what you call an online reputation and not what a lot of us use it for as a resume. Can you tell us just a little bit more about what that means? Sure. I I believe that a lot of people are still in the mindset that, oh, let me go find a new job. Let me update my LinkedIn. That's my resume. I want you to be thinking about it as like your digital properties, as, as your reputation. When somebody goes to your profile, whether you're interviewing for a job, whether you are prospecting somebody, whether you are networking, It is a first impression and you cannot undo a first impression. So if you have things on your profile that scream, you know, that you're in sales or it screams that it's your resume per se, it's just not as enticing as somebody that has a well thought out profile with the featured section, with media, with links to different landing places for you to 
showcase what you've accomplished, but at the same time, build your reputation and credibility, not just have it be a place where you put your skills and your specialties and it reads like a resume. Yeah, and what, what a powerful uh, way to just think about this a little differently. Uh, a lot of, lot of us maybe who haven't used LinkedIn for that capacity uh, have just gone from that traditional world of, all right, here's my resume, here's my list of accomplishments. Mm -hmm. uh, let me just digitize that and use LinkedIn for it, but there's so much more power to it. So let's start to get into a little bit about what it looks like to harness that power. And so you've mm -hmm. given us and uh, our audience here five actions that we can take today or this week to start to make a noticeable and meaningful impact in our ability to create social selling from our LinkedIn, well, not resume, but online uh, profile. So mm -hmm. what what's the first thing that that is important, the first action set that's important for us to take? Yeah, is the attention grabbing headline. And what I do is I call it the magic formula. The headline is right below your profile picture. So when somebody goes to your profile, they're going to see your picture, then they're going to see your headline. And the magic formula consists of three things. You want to have your industry keywords. So the industry that you're in, the keywords around what your company does. Next, you want to have your role. And then third, you want to have your skills or passion. So that could be something like continuous product design which is the company I work for, Quantumetric, that is one of our keywords. That could be that, plus the little um, pipe symbol, so a line between it. Then your role, so global director of sales development, and then your skills and passion, which for me happens to be around mental health, being a mental health advocate. So if you just have account executive at so-and-so company or marketing um, manager at so-and-so company as your headline, that does not give the audience enough information of what you do, what you uh, represent, and what your company does. It just says you're a marketing manager at so-and-so company. So having this magic formula will elevate it drastically. That's fantastic. And the example uh, provided in this week's goal for everybody who has downloaded this week's goal in Goldster or has decided to download the PDF, you'll see this example that Lindsay has here uh, discussed and talked about. So being able to just replicate that example sounds like a really good first step for all of us. And then we can bring our own flavor into it as we feel more comfortable about how we're starting to use this uh, magic formula headline mm -hmm. just a little bit differently. So that's a perfect tip. What uh, What's that next step that's important for us to do? So the about section is often either overlooked or often looked at as like a resume. So what I would recommend you do is tell a story in your about section. Your about section should not be, you know, skilled in A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, accomplished A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It should just read as a story. And some of the best examples I can give you are, when people speak about what they had planned on doing after university or what they had planned on doing in their career, and then they pivoted to something else and why they pivoted and what they're, what they're accomplishing now at the end of the about section, but more a story. So my about section talks about when I was seven, I wanted to be on stage my whole life and I went into opera, but opera did not work out for me. And so I went into sales and I tell that journey of how I went from opera to sales and how it's a similar stage. So you want to captivate people. You want people to keep on reading about you. If you just have your skills and your specialties, people are going to ignore it and just not really double click into it. And that's ultimately kind of part of the, the, 
the mission for a lot of us, right, is to leverage where we're putting ourselves out online, whether we're a coach, a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, a business mm -hmm. professional, and, and to give people something that they couldn't get from just either looking at a resume, searching us online and finding a few of the the uh, products that we support or sell or the accomplishments that maybe have been publicized, uh, but to really tell about your journey, who you are and give people an insight into what it might be like to work with you, what it might be like to do business with you or what it might be like to have you as part of their professional network, which mm -hmm. I think that's uh, ultimately one of the most important things that, that, that we're talking about here is the expansion of that professional network and what that can really mean. And some of our previous guests have actually talked quite a bit about what it means to leverage and maximize and nourish the relationships in that network. So mm -hmm. what a great, uh, what a great opportunity for us to really talk functionally about the, this uh, area of LinkedIn. Uh, so we've talked about grabbing attention and telling a story in the about section rather than just what we do. What's that next step that is important? Yeah, the next step is when you are thinking about your previous experience and your experience now, I want you to be thinking about where you currently work today and beefing that up almost like a V where the most content of what you're doing is today on top. The least amount of content of what you did in the past is on the bottom because when somebody goes to your profile, they're not going to scroll down for days to see what you did 10 years ago, five years ago. They care about where you are today. And so if you, and, and we're all guilty of this, right? You get a new job, you put your title, you put like maybe the website of where you work, and then you run for the hill because you just got the job and you don't elaborate on what you're doing at your current role. So we're all guilty of it, but I want you to think about taking time, look at that job description of what you just of where you work and put some of that into the meat of where you work today. So think about it as a V, most content on top, least amount of content on bottom. All right, so that V graphic is, is very powerful and I think helps start to make a, a lot of sense of something that, again, it's felt like a place, a repository for all of the information of who we are and what we've done, but that story being a theme that I'm continuing to see show up in each of the sections that you're talking about is being much more deliberate and intentional and purposeful about mm -hmm. how, how uh, we're using this. So it's not just, uh, I think uh, th there's a spray and pray analogy of just put, you know, flood the field, put it all out there and just see what happens mm -hmm. uh, versus what you're talking about is just curating, being a little bit more deliberate um, and being very intentional to highlight and showcase what you feel are your superpowers. Sure. Absolutely. Cool. And ultimately you want to humanize yourself at the end of the day. So people want to, I'm in sales. So, you know, people want to buy from people, not robots. And the more you can humanize your profile and make it personal enough to feel like, you know, that person in a way that they're not just a name, they're, they're a person that is going to take you even further. So, and I think to that point, uh, there's a, there's a function that I don't use and mm -hmm. that's, using media. Could you tell us more about this strategy? Absolutely. So um, within each of your roles that you've had, you can actually add media to each of the roles and you just click it with the pencil icon and you go in and you can add a link to a YouTube. You can add a link to an article. You can upload photos. So you'll see on my profile, uh, all the jobs I've had, I have a lot of photos of my team. I have a lot of photos of maybe winning an award um, maybe an article about the company, um, maybe uh, something that was mentioned on a third party article. 
So it really just makes your profile pop in a way where when you go to a LinkedIn profile, oftentimes you just see the black text. Um, and that's just not as enticing as going to a profile and seeing pictures and seeing, again, humanizing the experience and seeing um, photos and seeing content and directing people to a YouTube page that has a lot of information. So add the media. That is the, one of the most overlooked things on the profile and it makes your profile pop. Yeah. And the examples that uh, we'll see scrolling on the screen here give a really good indication looking at your profile, Lindsay, of exactly what this can look like. And I'll tell you, uh, speaking for myself and many of the profiles that I look at on a daily basis as I'm looking at LinkedIn, this definitely stands out and creates for me a better understanding of the experience that folks around you tend to expect, maybe, mm -hmm. uh, looking at these, these photos and what you've you've tended to share here and what a great story and message to, to tell. So what's that fifth step? What's that fifth action that putting in place now we can start to see some of that meaningful and immediate impact? Absolutely. The featured section, I believe is probably the most underutilized feature on LinkedIn. And a lot of people don't know about it because you have to actually add it. You have to add it to your edit profile section. So when you add it, then what's going to happen is after you have, remember we talked about having your photo, your magic formula headline, and then right below that, you'll see a featured section once you add it. And the featured section, let's say there's a post that you post on LinkedIn that's going viral and you want that to live on for a long time. You can pin it to your featured section and that way it will live on your featured section. So when someone goes to your profile, they're going to scroll down and they'll see your featured section Maybe you want to highlight that you just won an award. Maybe you want to highlight that your company just um, went IPO. Maybe you want to highlight your company um, just had a webinar with an amazing guest speaker. Those can be pinned to your featured section. And that way, again, media pops. You've got color. You've got links. And you've got a call to action of what exactly you want to send your audience to. Without a doubt, and again, looking at the example here, without a doubt, there's something different that stands out that becomes more of um, more of a connection, more of an understanding of who the person on the other side of the profile is. Mm -hmm. And so let's let's bring it all home and talk about for our audience here about why this goal and making your online reputation and following these five actions this week, you know, why and how that is going to make a difference for any of us, no matter the scale or size of our connections group uh, or the industry we're in, why that's going to make a difference for any of us in the types of networking and relationships that we're able to build. And then ultimately the selling we'll be able to do as a result. Sure. It's going to definitely give you a, an opportunity to showcase who you are as a person. It's going to have a great first impression. Um, I mean, let's face it. I, I know like LinkedIn is up on my 87 tabs all day, right? It's one of my 87 tabs I have. And when you are making a post or doing an article and somebody double clicks into your profile, they're going to see a human that has a story that has a reputation and they're not just going to see a name with, you know, an outdated photo and a title that doesn't mean anything to them. So it's really about building your brand. It's about creating a network and it's about ultimately your reputation on online. Because I know for me, I'm a hiring manager. When I interview people, I go to their LinkedIn first before their resume even, 
And so just be thinking about that, whether you're looking for a job or whether you're prospecting. I mean, when you're prospecting, ultimately, when somebody looks at your profile, this screams that you're in sales, that's a big turnoff. So you want to educate and you want to provide a lot of meaningful information for that prospect. Lindsay, your time today, your expertise, and what you've been able to accomplish for yourself has been fantastic. And at Golster at the Huddle, we thank you very, very much for imparting some of these tips and some of this wisdom for us so we can take today and make today just a little bit better than yesterday when we think about how we're approaching our social selling. And so what can we do from here now that we have these amazing tips from Lindsay? Well, there's three things that we can do right now at this moment. And that is number one, download the Goldster app. You'll be able to get access to Goldster goals right on your device. And we're giving complimentary access to the huddle through the Goldster app for anyone who uses it. So you can do that and join our community of achievers on Discord new community, a growing community of those who are looking to achieve. We call them goal getters. Please join that community. And of course, anytime you want, drop us a note. We read, we respond to all your emails. So here's some short links on the screen or descriptions uh, and links for you to be able to reach out to us and connect with us. So we hope you have an amazing week. Take great care and goal get it.